I do understand how one thing works, and that's pumpkin pie, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show for Six Monday. At Lucky's. Six dollars at Lucky's. Did you buy five of them for the I office? I didn't buy them. I feel like this might be a job for Cool Greg. It does seem like get a cool out Greg there, type Cool Greg. We're only here two days. Get this us week. some pumpkin pie. Uh oh, they're furiously working back there, which means either the stream's not working, the audio's not working, or both aren't working. Sorry. Let's check the chat and see if there's garbage truck on fire emojis. Tim's mic is off. Is, is what it is. Is that what it is? That's what there's they're a saying. Little bit of a little bit of this. Column A, column B. Pumpkin uh, pie. The thing is, at this point, I don't ever want this show to be perfect. No. You know? At first I did, mm -hmm. but now I'm just kind of like, well, I'm happy just, that I'm not the worst part of the show. You we know? couldn't control the internet. That was just for whatever reason, it decided to shit the bed. Mm -hmm. No idea why. Mm -hmm. And then what happened when we came back from that? What do you mean? Remember when we came back from the internet on Friday? The computer crashed. And then? What am I supposed to say? The audio was gone. There was no audio. And yeah. you were like, I don't know what to do. And then you, you hit a button, you're like, ha, 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 fixed it. Do you know what actually happened though? What happened? I turned on the computer and it mm -hmm. forced two updates, one yeah. on OBS mm -hmm. and one on Windows. Mm -hmm. So something there flipped the switch. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not pointing anyone. Yeah, here's so here's what I'm saying. I don't want to. It's Turkey Week, okay? I don't want to focus week. on the issue, the, 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 the ongoing problems that we always have. Because guess what? We're in production. We're always going to have a problem. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be something, an update that needs to happen, a camera that falls down. Tim needs a uh, powder on his face or whatever it is. That one doesn't matter. Camera has fallen one time. Doesn't matter. And it didn't hurt anything. All I'm saying is this. It's Thanksgiving week. It is. Okay. Be Which means that at a certain gobble, point gobble. this week, spoilers, probably Friday, I'm going to have pumpkin pie for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hell yeah, yeah you are. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's going to be fantastic. Wait, is now, that all you're going to eat? No, God no. <laughs> no, no, no. There's just it just it, it either starts the breakfast or is breakfast dessert. Mm. Do you understand me? Yeah, no, I get breakfast. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know. I'm uh, gonna do it. As you guys know, I've been uh, a part of a Jackman off for a very long time. Jackman off. Uh, I don't know if it's still happening. I haven't really talked to Darren uh, since uh -huh. the first week of this thing. The incident. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't even give a shit anymore. Uh huh. Uh, I also have just so badly gone off my diet that I feel terrible about myself. On Friday, I was a little ill. I had to uh, I had to call Yusef and be like, hey man, I'm sorry, I can't come mm. work out right now. I feel like crap. Went home, slept for like 14 hours, woke up, ate like I used to in college all day. Yeah. I mean, we're talking burrito. Maybe I'll get another burrito, right? I had Oreo cookies for no reason. Uh -huh. Sunday, woke up. I'm like, I feel way better. Still gonna eat like oh, an asshole. No, Still no. went to Taco Bell. Of course, for dinner. Did. Why not? Because uh, why not? The Bell. The Bell. I had to make a run for the border, and ladies and gentlemen, I did. So today I'm feeling pretty crummy. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, the word dietary distress <coughs> comes in. Dietary yeah, distress. Yeah, that's that's a technical does not term. Sound good for me. Uh, for what's for happening you. with me? How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it was a great weekend of a lot of sleep. Lovely. Um, big fan of that. We watched a lot of stuff. I want to get to that later. I want okay. that to be kind of our deep dive topic. Greg wants to come in and talk to us about what he watched. I watched some fun stuff over the weekend. Cool. So before we do that, I'll give everyone the glockenspiel. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the kind of funny morning show happens each and every uh, day, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, except for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. Well, we will be off celebrating the most American of holidays, Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving uh, Day. It's true. They don't have a Thanksgiving any, in any other countries, just this country. They don't have anything to be thankful nothing, for. Nothing. Nothing. No. You know? So it's cool that we Invented that holiday. We did. Uh, we will, of course, be off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so no morning show and no games daily, right? We're not doing either of those. Uh, I'll be out of town. These guys will still be here because they're smart uh, and they don't have to travel for the holidays. Um, but we will be back tomorrow morning. Uh, of course, if you guys didn't know, this is a live show. We do this each and every day live. So if you want to be in the Twitch chat, you're awesome. We talk to you. If you want to be a Twitch subscriber, holy shit, you're even more awesomer. That's true. If that's chosen a word. Few. Uh, you're the chosen few. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch Prime subscription. And I know what you guys are about to fucking type. I know it. I can see you out there. You're about to say, hey, Nick, you're not subscribed to your own channel, so why should we? Well, ha-ha! 
Joey made me subscribe to a channel and it's not ours because her th her rationale and my rationale was, why would I give myself money when I can give someone else that free money? So I gave Fran Mirabella the third Fran my Mirabelle subscription this month. The third. Next month I will re-up that probably to someone else. Uh, maybe Mia Khalifa who was an illustrious guest we had she last week. She was, she was fantastic. Awesome. She had, we had a fucking blast. Big fan. I had a blast. Uh, it was cool hanging out with her. Or maybe I'll give it to someone else. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it to one of you guys out there. We'll see. Someone out there who's doing awesome creations. Greg, you got to stop. You're on point today. I don't like it. Greg's got, Greg has upped his pant game in a way that I... Stitchfix.com slash Greg. They're like, but Not they're, part of the sponsorship. Are they pants? They're, yeah. They're pants. Feel them, Timmy. You're so Bernard Ho right oh, now. I don't like this. Feel I don't like them. Feel them with your face. Now, Andy in the Discord chat. That's right. I'm using Discord. Wanted me to fix this because this was upside down and it was annoying him. Not, not our Andy. Not Andy Cortez. Oh, God forbid Andy Cortez pay attention to us on Andy his fucking Cortez day off. Andy Cortez is too busy being in the RGV playing games. They don't, they, no, they don't play games. He's playing them. They, they don't, don't play games. They don't We've play established. Games. It's a fucking lie. Just like he never looks at Gundams, but he's got Gundams all over his he desk. I mean, technically. Gundams. Order me a bunch of Gundams and put on Andy's desk. I love that in order to get Andy's attention, by the way, you have to flash a picture of a Gundam on him in Twitter, and then he starts paying attention to you, and then you can tell him what you want to tell him. Fucking idiot. Technically, idiot. Greg is right, because in the RGV... They don't play no games. They don't play which no means games. They do play they games. They do. It's a double negative. Yes. Which means they go back to the positive, mm -hmm. which is what it is. Uh, coming up on the show today, of course, we're going to talk a little Justice League. We're going to talk a little Charlie Manson <laughs> in more ways than one. And we're also going to talk about what we watched this weekend. Of course, this episode of Kind of Funny Morning Show is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash store, where you can get this cool plushie. For four ninety nine. For four ninety nine. So here's here's the thing. All week there is holiday sales going Woo! on for Thanksgiving. So today fifty percent off. Uh, it's just Rooster Teeth. I guess that this is just slashed. So you can get as many. Let's see what's on sale. Think, think about it, Nick. For a hundred dollars. Yeah. You can get everything. Think about how Every many pillows you'd thing. get. You can, you can get have. You can make your own pillow. Twenty five pillows of smiley pillows. You get so many pillows, you can bury your dog in it. You don't want to see that dog ever again? Fucking bury him in our cool plushie pillows. In, in smileys. You know what I mean? um, on Black Friday, so November 24th, 25% off everything. Everything in the Kind of Funny store. So prepare yourselves for that. Uh, and then uh, if you miss that, on Monday, the 26th, Cyber... Oh, no, that's not right. On Sunday, 15% off all the Let's Play families. That includes us. And then, once again, Cyber Monday, 25% off everything. So if I were you, I'd buy some shit on either Thursday, Friday, or Monday. Or, you want to be baller as fuck? Just do it right now. You know that's that's I mean? some baller shit. You know? You that, don't give a shit about money. You're out there making that. Frivolous. Making that. You work for maybe a Microsoft or an Apple or a Google or an Amazon, and you make so much money that you're just like, I. you wear your pair of shoes once and then throw them out. Which is what I, like, I just want that so badly. Mm, you know mm, what I mean? I just mm -hmm. want to get to the point where I'm like, why would, why would I wear my Vans more than once? Yeah. Ew. Got your Vans on. They Ew, look like what sneakers. am I, a fucking pedestrian? What do I walk? When I look at you, pedestrian is <laughs> not what I think. It is not what you think. Uh, a couple other housekeeping things, of course, our friend and coworker Andrea Renee has been nominated for Trending Gamer. Uh, we would like everyone to go over and support her if you feel so inclined. She's awesome. It's her year. She earned it. So go over there. How do, you, how do you do it, Tim? Where do you go? You go to thegameawards.com. Oh, Game Awards. awards. Uh, go to Google. Type in Game Awards. Right. Vote. Then you go down to Trending Gamer. Then Andrea Renee. You should do it. Once a day. Until the Game Awards. There you go. December 4th. 3rd or 4th. It's somewhere uh, in December. It's yes, coming up. Early now. December. I'm so the clock is ticking. And you know what? Do it right now. Because guess what's going to happen? Come Thursday, we're all going to be fucking whacked out on tryptophan. Ugh. Right? We're going to be like... 
mainlining stuffing in turkey. To, it's the shit that's in turkey that makes you sleepy, apparently. Oh, okay. I don't know. I might be making that up. Um, You're a weird man. Mike. I am a weird man, right? You're not going to want to do shit Thursday, Friday, so do it right now. Let's all get all the work we need to get done. Let's just decide as a society, as a Twitch chat, as a community. As a let's Twitch get it done chat. today and tomorrow. Okay. Okay? Because come Wednesday, you're not going to want to do shit. So go out there and vote for Andrew right now if you can, if you want to. And while you're at it, sub to our channel. You get one free sub. Amazon Prime. It's really easy. It's actually a lot easier than I thought it was. Truth be told. Yeah. Yeah. It's like embarrassingly easy. I should have done it a long time ago. I'm the asshole here, not you. Uh, Cooking with Greggy, the last last thing I believe uh, is live for everyone today. It's uh, the Leftovers episode. It's on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. It's really funny. It's cool. It's just a bunch of like outtakes and fun stuff that we did uh, while we were shooting the show. Aaron, of course, Porter put that together for us because he's a he's a badass mofo, uh, and we love him very much. Of course, if you guys want exclusive access to all of our content, you go over to Patreon.com/slash/kindoffunny or Patreon.com/slash/kindoffunnygames. Support us the one dollar above level. We've talked about this ad nauseum, but we like saying it because I memorized the spiel and it's the only thing I'm good at. We also we have a bunch of vlogs coming out. We don't have a release calendar for them yet. Oh, that's right. I'm excited but, about these. But uh, coming up over the next couple of weeks, you and I did a well, yeah. There's a, a, a vlog of Greg and Kevin's trip down to, to LA. LA to interview Andy Circus and all the things mm-hmm. they did there. And then we did a vlog of our trip down to Disney to make the commercial. Right. So that one's that one, I haven't seen the LA vlog that the, the circus uh, one. Greg and, and and the circus did. Uh, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say ours is better because we're in it, and that's just the way it goes. We're yeah, we're experimenting with a lot of behind the scenes content. We've got a few other things that we've shot uh, that may or may not see the light of day coming out. Uh, so very interested to hear what you guys have to say about it. I'm excited about it because it's just more shenanigans, and I love giving everyone a glimpse of kind of like the behind the scenes version of our lives because uh, sometimes it's interesting and sometimes, sometimes it's boring. It is, and sometimes we'll it's just us eating at a restaurant. That's very true. But guess what? Those fucking sweet potato mash mm-hmm. Ooh, at Wood Ranch. Shout out to Wood Ranch. Right? You guys know what I'm talking about. You've never been to a wood ranch. Uh, Tim. Yes. What are we here? Anything else? You want to go into some news real quick? Uh, Let's get into some news. Let's do it. Uh, Huge shocker coming from the Hollywood Reporter. Justice League box office. Uh, Justice League box office. Another setback for DC's superhero universe. You say that another shocker. Isn't this kind of surprising? Is it? To an extent, are you surprised by this? I feel like this is the type of news that either way you shouldn't be surprised. If it did super well, you'd be like, oh, okay. If it did super poorly, you'd be like, oh, okay. I guess like, that was no surprises here. That's true. I guess that was the dick way of setting this up. Um, I'll read the story and then we can talk about mm. this a little bit. Of course, this is the top story from today. In most cases, the box office debut approaching 100 million in North America would be cause for celebration, which I don't understand why this one's not. But at Warner Brothers, the DC Entertainment, no one was popping open the champagne to toast Justice League, the big budget. They don't know. That's speculation. Maybe there was someone that was like, fuck it, let's get it <laughs> You know what Listening I mean? on a delay, not surprising. Thank I'm you. Tim. Thank you. Uh, big budget superhero mashup that opened domestically to a sober, sobering $94 million over the weekend after once having grand ambitions of matching the rival Marvel's The, uh, the Avengers series. Justice League. We know assembles all these people. Yeah, yeah. Marks the lowest American, North American opening of the five titles in the DC Extended Universe. Um, and it's a major setback following the breakout success of the summer's critical hit, Wonder Woman. And it's the lowest domestic launch of any DC superhero movie since the ill-fated Green Lantern in 2011, which opened at fi- uh, $53.2 million. The biggest sign that Justice League was in trouble was when Zack Snyder turned over the directing duties, yada, yada, yada. DC, I uh, just wanted to go into some of the other. So this is what Man of Steel 
uh, Batman v Superman made prior to this. So just giving everyone some context. The, D- the DCEU series kicked off in 2013 with Man of Steel's $116.6 million domestic debut, followed by a $166 million opening weekend for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice in 2016. The two films, largely shunned by critics, were directed by Snyder, who had been given uh, dominion over the direction of DCEU, and the majority of critics did not embrace Suicide Squad, which debuted at $133.7 million in August 2016, five uh, months after Dawn of Justice, nor did Dawn of Justice, nor did Justice League earn good reviews. So these are not critically acclaimed movies, and now it seems like they're sliding downward in the box office. Yeah, but I mean, still major success, making a lot of money. That's my question. So we got in the car after we saw Justice League. By the way, our Justice League reacts is uh, is up right now. If you want to see ten minutes spoiler free, fifteen to twenty minutes. Spoilerific content. So if you guys, which I assume everyone out there that's in the chat right now has seen this movie, uh, you guys can go watch that right now. Or not seeing this movie. Or doesn't give a shit about seeing this movie. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, we were saying in the car, like, when are they going to blow this universe up? But I just don't think we're at that point yet. Like, There's too much money. It's still going to make a lot. This movie is still going to make a lot of money. But the question is, and this is the weird part of cinema, right? Or, or movie movie experiences right now with these blockbuster movies. Is mm-hmm. that it's not a critically it's not a critically acclaimed movie, right? A lot of people are like, eh, on it. I think the best you can say is that what I said, which is of course in the keeper of a lot of things, whatever one of which is whether or not uh, Justice League was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. I had fun watching it. Not a good movie though, by any stretch of the imagination, right? I watched. Uh, Winter Soldier over the weekend. Mm-hmm. It was on TV, right? Yeah. I was like, eh, I'll watch it for like five minutes until my wife. We have the inevitable discussion, what do you want to watch? Mm-hmm. And it becomes very apparent that neither of us give a shit, so we just end up leaving it on whatever it was. Yeah. FX was showing all these. First off, I watched Man of Steel again. I was like, eh, not eh, Man of Steel. Then I watched Winter Soldier, I was like, man, this is just a just a good movie. Like, this is it's really a, a really enjoyable movie. Uh, Justice League, no. Not on that level, unfortunately. No, it's not. So it doesn't make a lot, it's not, it's trending downward as far as box office. Mm-hmm. How many more of these do we have to go before they go, oh, maybe we should shift gears here? Or do they but just say, on. fuck it, it's, let's power it's through? It's not trending downward. I think that, that that's unfair to say because the last one was Wonder Woman, which was super high. <laughs> that's true, that's fair. So there's not really a trend per se. That is. Seems like they're all over the place. They are all over the place. But this, the big blockbuster movies, the ones that cost us so much, because Justice League and I believe uh, Dawn of Ju- uh, Batman v Superman cost more, mm-hmm. are making less. So the big money, so the, the opposite of what Marvel's doing, right? Where they have these big tentpole movies, they put all the marketing behind it, all the money behind it, they make a ton of money. These, are, these aren't making as much. Do you think they Hold just on. power through? Did, Batman v, did Wonder Woman make more than Batman v Superman? Let's look. Where did this fuck? I got too many of these. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You nope. always have so many tabs. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm a tab fucking fiend. I'm just going to open back up. I think I closed Unbelievable. It. Let's look at what Wonder Woman made. Wonder Woman. Because I know Wonder Woman broke a bunch of records, but there was there was very specific records. Right. Because Batman v Superman made a butt ton of money. It did, but it made less than they wanted it to make. That was the thing. It didn't. I don't think it broke a billion. And that was the big deal. Looking at it. Cool, Greg. Google Wonder Woman opening weekend. Got it. You're staring at an internet browser. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what's boring content? What's that? When I Google shit and no one talks. Sure. We have a producer over there that's doing nothing. Sure. He can actually help us out here. And we should probably train them to get in the swing of that so that I don't sound like an asshole all the time. Sure. I I don't know if there's help in that, but I appreciate it. Here's my thing. Again, there you go, right there. I came in before you talked about your domestic grosses and everything else. My opening weekend, $130 million. So there you go. That they so know 
what people want out of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. So my the thing is again, I think the, they end the movie in a way that hey, this is the universe now. Hold on, you have to shut up because Andy Cortez is talking. Oh hey, Andy Cortez, what's going on? You're on the kind of funny morning show with me and Tim and Greg. What's what's happening? What can I help you with? Hi, right, good morning, guys. Um, how are y'all doing? Uh, I'm, I'm great. How are you doing, Greg? I'm great. Tim, I'm, I'm pretty good. Know, I'm Everyone's great. great. Good. Everyone's great. Okay, good. Um, no, I'm just sort of relaxing at home. Um, I'm looking at HBO, and they're showing they're showing Max Payne right now, starring Mark Wahlberg. Oh wow, that's a classic. Yeah. A lot of people would say that was a seminal role for him. Yeah, well, it definitely kickstarted his career, and uh, and now look where he's at. It's you know so. Just want to let you know. Um, how's Kevin? Uh, Kevin's great. Kevin, how are you? Are you talking shit about me? No. What do you mean? He's just used to it. Jesus, Kevin. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. No. Why? What did I say? And there's a producer that's not working or something? No, no, Sam, no, it's no, cool no. Guy. He's talking about cool guy. Who guy's training? Oh, so. That's what he was doing. He's been training for two months. He's, he's, he's done now. He's going to be training for he's the rest now. of his life. He's done now. He's good. Like Fortilla. Like Joey, uh, once a month. Andy, thank you so much for the update call. If you could, go ahead and start watching Max Payne and call us in 45 minutes and give us an update as to what's going on in that movie. Okay, we'll do it. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Say hi to the family for me. <laughs> All right, bye. So, yeah, chat's pointing out Batman v Superman took in about 50 uh, million more than Wonder Woman, but cost, uh, Wonder Woman cost about 100 million less to make. Yeah, that's so all right. right. But and back even, to my point, do you, well, are they, how are they going to blow up the universe? Here's the problem we have. Yeah. We finally got the universe to where we want it, mm-hmm. where everybody's, everybody universally said they Happy superheroes, we're doing happy things. Yeah. There can be jokes, there can be smiles and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, yes, man. do they blow it up and is it Bye all man. fucked or do we just pick up from here? And like, you know what I mean? What do you think? Do we power through? I do mean, we the, just say, hey, you know, it's rumor, not that bad, let's push through? The big rumor, right, is I was reading, I, obviously, a whole bunch of this stuff. I'm in, I'm in my fortress of solitude all weekend, reading every mm-hmm. Batman, Beast, Superman, Justice League story I can get my hands on. Yeah. And the argument is of the fact that it's really all quiet on the Western front right now, other than Aquaman. Aquaman's the other, only other movie that's really, mm-hmm. like, and the Shazam, obviously, with Zachary Levi. But the reason we don't have more release dates and don't have more information, and is there a Man of Steel 2 and all this jazz, is the fact that DC wanted to wait and see what reaction was overall to this. Mm-hmm. Like, actually let it simmer a second. But that's my question, though. If you're sitting in DC, right, right, and you and the reaction is, Mah. it doesn't really give you a huge direction to go in, right? Now, it's not like this is universally hated. Right. You know, this for the most part, we could, cool, Greg? Yo. Can you look at see what this is at on Rotten Tomatoes? Well, I mean, see, if this here, isn't universally hated, I don't know what universally hated is. This isn't universally hated. It's not. I mean, it's and like I'm not a even 50 doing 50. This is Greg Miller, DC fanboy, who was like, you know, like I'm trying to figure out if I was crazy for liking Batman v Superman, right? Like, it's got a B plus in terms of the audience. The cinema out. scores, yeah. I've had way more people tweeting me now saying, hey, I, you're not alone. I like this. This was fun. I like this. Critics hate it just like they did that in the other DC movie. Yeah, it's 39% on Rotten. Rotten. What's the, can you look up cinema score? Is it B plus? Yeah, B plus is what, what people have been saying. I don't know what any of these mean, really. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like, I don't know. It, it, I think it, it, obviously, just like every other business as we've talked about mm-hmm. before, it's the money that talks. So, like, fuck the critics if they hate it. You know, if it makes money, who the fuck cares? Sure. And I, But Warner Brothers isn't stupid, B+ right? Plus. They understand what happened and why uh, people hate this universe. Right, is that it is right. joyless, it is hopeless. And right. So they've, they've now per- provided that, but the question is, how do you keep that on track and keep it going? I think... Or do you fucking cut and run? No, no see, I think... I, I, a, I, don't, I just don't think you cut and run. I think what they're doing is, that I think they they figured out 
maybe a little too late for this one that, hey, let's bring in someone that really, really knows how to make this comic book thing right. work and stick with Joss Whedon, right? And granted, yeah. he came in under circumstances that were not ideal in any way, shape, or the imagination. Sure. But you can see the flares of him right. and his work here, right? You can see the flares of Danny Elfman. I think it's more a matter of like, let's just keep turning that wheel of this gigantic ship right. until we kind of get it in a direction that we like and push forward. Ben Affleck dropping out as Batman, I think, is absolutely a good thing. Yeah. I think that gives you an opportunity to bring someone in who's a little less known and who can come in and really be fired up for the role and make a fucking awesome Matt Reeves Batman movie. Yeah. Which, holy shit, I've said the best part of this fucking movie is when you see Batman in Gotham with the damn Danny Elfman 89 theme behind it. Come on, son, that's the one-two elbow, you know? One-two elbow. One-two elbow. One, two elbow. The crying so it's elbow. like the crying elbow. It's like the crying elbow, but it's the a little less flare. You know, cover your face. Yeah, I don't, it'll be interesting. The problem I have with Warner and DC in terms of movies is the fact they have just no backbone. They have no vision. And I don't, and so now are we to the point where like Jeff Johns has come in to be like actually have power in this equation, right? Yes. Are we seeing that on screen now in the end of Justice League that 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 this is the vision for the universe going forward? And then yeah, do you push forward and how do you make it seem? But it's the same thing. I mean, as some some of you can uh, talk about it, I think better than anybody else in the room, right? Of like you know enjoying Batman v Superman just being pummeled over and over again. It's mm-hmm. the exact same thing with people who walked out enjoying Justice League now. Where it's going to be, it's the same thing as microtransactions and everything else. Where there's this giant pool of people who just saw reviews and think it suck, right? And like that's all. Now that movie sucks, and so you can't say you like it because what is going to happen? So I mean, there's there's, there is no hope. There is no hope for this because no matter how, (laughs) even if the next movie goes forward and and it is like the last ten minutes of this movie, like there's still all the baggage of the past, and there is all the baggage of them having to figure out their future that nobody fucking knows. Even at DC, they don't fucking know. The future is a bunch of headlines of is Ben Affleck and Matt Reeves Batman or not, and is he directing? And who's the bad guy? You get that in the butt right away. I think that's the thing, and I think the future going forward is a little of column A, a little of column B, right? Where they where they said in the lead up to this, when they were like, "Fucking, we're gonna have movies in, in this, we're gonna have movies that are DC movies that aren't in the universe, right?" And then it was like, "No, we're gonna focus more on like Wonder Woman kind of movies." Aquaman's a Wonder Woman kind of movie. I think Aquaman could have gone over better in Justice League. I didn't like, you know, I think. I, I wanted Aqu- to really like him. I wanted to hate Aquaman. Yeah. I came in talking shit about Jason Momoa, Woo! and I got to be honest with you, My I man. was like, okay. Like, I watched him, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, he, I, didn't, I didn't think he was terrible. I didn't think, I mean, he wasn't a standout character in the film, but I was like, I liked some of his stuff. He wasn't was, a cyborg. No, he, well, actually, I didn't dislike Cyborg either. Oh, my God, did you like this movie? <laughs> I didn't, I, I, liked, I liked moments of the movie. The thing that I didn't like about the movie is that it doesn't make a ton of sense and that the, like, the actual plot of it is meh, right? The plot of it is Thor Dark World. The plot of it is, like, who cares? It's throwaway, right? And I thought that was, it was the same criti- criticism that I had with Wonder Woman, where I, or everyone had with Wonder Woman at the third act, where you're like, well, he just fights this generic kind of yep. here bad guy, and it's like, whatever. And I'm like, cool. Um, I, mean, I like some of the character dynamics yeah. in this, though. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, that's the thing about it. Like, it's funny, you know, in, the, in our review, I was talking about it, like, oh, man, I'm not, like, inclined to go see it again, right? And now I'm totally inclined to go see it again, just to get to that ending. My I thing, mean, my sure. thing is this. I like to enjoy, I, I, like, looking back, like, I wanted to like everybody, I, well, except for the people I really liked. I wanted to like them more than I liked them. Uh, but I still I still liked Aquaman. I still like, it's what you're saying with the meh. Like, it's yeah, like, I, yeah, there's something there, maybe. In a, I, I just wonder, right, if you give Joss Whedon a lot of money, and you give him carte blanche when it comes to telling a story, and you bring all these characters together, and you say, hey, guess what, we've already set them up. You don't have to worry about their fucking weird emails with pictures. You don't have to worry about why she would be chasing after an old photo of herself and fucking Captain Kirk. Don't worry about any of that shit. We've already set all the stuff up, right? 
just tell a fun story yeah. and see what happens. I think they can do it. I honestly think you get a bad man that wants to be it. You put Joss Whedon at the helm. You kick it off. Matt Reeves is a great fucking director. He got he gets the one-off Batman movies. He does a few of those. We're back on we're back in fucking Easy Street, cashing those checks. You does know what I mean? Scene, Eating all the flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. A scene, a scene in Transformers Two, in the forest where they fight, and it's fucking awesome. Can I and do it? Feels can, like I do, can I do the sequence? Go for it. Oh my god. It's a transformer. No, hey, Andy's watching me. Andy's no. watching that's me right actually now. Ended up going. Andy's watching me right and that's now. That's actually my point. There's that. There's Power Rangers. The scene where all the Zords come out, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's the rest of the movie around those yeah. scenes, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is the problem. Is that the rest of the movie is what made those movies money, and it's why all these dumb motherfuckers go and watch this shit and throw all this money at it. And then, boom. Yeah. Then they just keep going. It's like you want to be like, oh, but they they nailed it. They nailed it. They're gonna fix it. They're not gonna fix it. But the problem is we've never had a, cra- a shining example of what a Transformers movie can be. The best one was number one, and it wasn't that great of a movie to begin with, right? It wasn't what we all wanted from a Transformers movie. Absolutely. But what what does that mean in relation to DC? Well, like it's never. Well, it's good. Transformers one and Wonder Woman are, I think, on par. You think so? Transformers one and Wonder Woman, absolutely. They're both fine. Sam Whitworth. Are you, Are you ladies men? Six, 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 nine. I mean, Transformers had some good parts. I'm not gonna lie. That part where he's like, I trumped on the bros mushrooms. <laughs> it, it was funny shit. Here's know. the best analogy we can give to put a pin in this and move on. Yeah. Until we have to talk about it tomorrow and the, the mm-hmm. rest of our lives. Justice League. It, we get to talk about it tomorrow. Could we either get be, to talk about could it either be this Transformers thing where there's like, okay, there's some stuff. Are they gonna make the right choices? No, we got Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. Or it's the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> And it signifies it's caught between two versions of DC, just like the video is caught between two versions of PlayStation. The fucking head up your ass PlayStation 3, we're going to make you do our own thing, or the gamer's first machine PlayStation 4 that went on to be a giant success. So are we going to get Mark Wahlberg, or are we going to get the PlayStation 4? What you're saying is you want Mark Wahlberg to be Batman? No! No, Nick! Hey, I'm Batman. I'm the doctor. Hey, Hey, why is it so dark out? Hey, can I just come out during the day? Everyone likes me. We're cool, right? Hey, I can't Uh, work out if it's nighttime. Mark fucking Wahlberg. Shifting gears. <laughs> Bouncing all around. There you go. Uh, this story was from last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I wanted to hear your take on it because, Tim, you are Mr. YouTube. I'm Mr. YouTube. Uh, this came from TubeFilter. YouTube terminates controversial kids' channel with over 8.5 million subscribers. Now, just looking at this image, this is creepy to me, right? Everything it's not so much it. the girls in the middle and on the right. It's the guy on the left that looks a little bit like maybe... He's the one that put the lock on their legs, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they can't run away because of that. Little creepy. I'm not familiar with this channel, are you? Mm-hmm. I'll read the story. Uh, it looks like YouTube is beginning to make good on its promise to clean up the children's section of its platform. It has terminated several channels aimed at kids, including the controversial and heavily trafficked Toy Freaks. It's a great name. Toy Freaks featured an unnamed father. Ooh, that's creepy. That's just a creepy thing to say. But it's and his daughters. Dad. It's not as creepy when it's like, when you think about what that means. Well, they're clearly trying to skew this a little bit. As they acted out bizarre and suggestive skits, it was one of the channels mentioned by journalist uh, James Br- uh, Brittle, Brittle in a widely shared Medium post that detailed the, the strange, dark, and violent nature of some YouTube videos aimed at children. In his piece, Brittle describes Toy Freak's content as gross-out situations as well as ac- activities which many, many viewers feel border on abuse and exploitation, if not crossing the line entirely, including videos of children vomiting and in pain. Despite the description, Toy Freaks proved to be a popular hub, perhaps due to his placement with YouTube's recommendation, recommendation algorithm, which no one knows, that is a speculation. The Guardian... Uh, recently sized it as the 68th largest channel on YouTube, and it's made regular appearances on two-filter charts. Shortly before its termination, it counted more than 8.5 million subscribers. 
Um, huh. Don't they, treat your kids poorly, you stupid assholes. That's weird. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Well, but I feel like, but I feel like this is, it's interesting, right? Because you look at the people that get super, like, granted, there's a, there's a wide variety of people who get popular for various different reasons on yeah. YouTube. Some people are truly talented. Some people like to uh, be more exploitive. Mm -hmm. uh, then there's us somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which 8.5 million subscribers, maybe we should start beating each other up. But uh, I don't know. It's interesting to me because I'm like, I wonder if, like I see a lot of these, a lot of these creators who just, do they just sit there over in that weird fucking weird dark like negative space? And I count this one amongst them, but they get super popular. Well, you know? I, I don't think this, this is negative space. I think that it's like, most of the content they do is just kind of like toy unboxings mm -hmm. and, and things like that. So where, at what point is his dad going and just kicking his fucking kids in the stomach? The, the, like, be in pain, kid, you're my slave. It's, it's not like that, it's, no? it's more, it's challenges. It's things where it's just like, um, like imagine all the extra life bullshit that we did. Mm -hmm. but Have you watched these videos? Too, I mean, I've seen. Just, I'm, I'm familiar. Enough. I'm not yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. you to every no, day be like watching those, kids' videos. It, it, the type of pain. It's like the, oh, that big ass donut in front of her. The kid has to eat, eat that. as much of it until you throw up. Like <laughs> it's that type of shit. So it's kid. like it's straight up child abuse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like but like it's, but there's a whole section of the internet that laments and that, that, that likes being in that right the prank videos. Yeah. Uh, those asshole YouTubers that were like, hey, I'm gonna my mansion's bigger than your mansion. Where assholes are gonna be shitheads to each other and fucking, yeah. Like there's that. That's it's so fucking negative. But you can get so popular that way. My question is, should we fuck with Kevin more? No, I don't think we should. I I do think that there's a difference though the between channel. this and those channels. Like I like. Those channels have like they're trying to be mean spirited. Sure. That this isn't trying to do that. Okay. This is just uh, pushing the limit. This in is just a guy of, that doesn't care about making his kids pre-diabetic. Exactly. Got exactly. Got uh, but I mean, it's it's fucking wrong and stupid. It's like you're abusing your children. <laughs> on video. <laughs> but then, but they, do they get, just get a flat shutdown? I mean, do they get any warning for this? Like, it's a little yeah. fucked up. No, right? there's, I mean, well, there's so much weird legal ramification. There's many over the, the 15 years that YouTube's existed now, give or take. Yeah. Uh, there's been so many cases of the family vloggers and everything's wholesome, everything's good, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, we're seeing way too much of these kids' lives. Right. Where we're understanding what when they're being treated poorly. And there's been so many cases of Kids getting taken away from their parents. Really? Oh yeah. I haven't heard of any. Oh, that. so many of them. And really? so yeah, this this is just yet another one of this is the modern day version of that. Well, we see Twitter with its whole verification process, like right. how it's rethinking things and what it is standing for, and like these all these websites are going to change their terms of service as people kind of tight start abusing them in different ways. I feel like I mean yeah, that's that it's a natural the wild wild west the internet is 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 quickly coming to an end, right? Yeah. It's all this net neutrality stuff as well that I don't quite understand what that stuff's coming it to an like end as well. It's a big deal though. It's a big deal. Uh so let's when see. When Greg we'll rubbed see. my face on his pants, yeah. it did something to my contact and it's all blurry now. Oh, I'm sorry about I'm that. I'm in a different world now. Well, he could have a coating on his pants that probably got into your eye. You might lose an eye. Oh fuck. I don't man. know if that's funny or not funny. Uh <laughs> Weird news, but strangely relevant news today. Next news story is Charles Manson died at 83. The Wild Eye leader of the murderous crew uh, was in prison for a very long time, obviously, and then uh, kicked the bucket. Which, in and of itself, you're like, okay, uh, Charles Manson died. Uh, but that relates very loosely to the next story, which is we have new details on Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. Which was supposedly set around Charles Manson, but it's not. It's just set in 1969 mm. with the backdrop. This is a film term. The Got backdrop. It of the Charles Manson murders yes. happening. got it. Got but that's it. not what this movie's about, which actually mm. makes me a lot more excited because this movie is set 
in Los Angeles in the summer of 1969, Tarantino's upcoming movie, according to Source, who read the script, focuses on a male TV actor who's had one hit series and is looking for a way to get uh, into the film business. His sidekick, who's also a stunt double, is looking for the same thing. The horrific murder of Sharon Tate and the four of her friends by Charles Manson's cult of, uh, of followers serves as a backdrop to the main story. So it's just... It's not about that. It's about actors trying to be actors in the film industry, which I think I'm a little bit more interested in seeing because Tarantino is like, okay, in Tarantino style, that, that can be hilarious yeah. and awesome and weird as fuck. Hell yeah, um, man. Sign me up. So I love Tarantino. I'm excited about it. Last that. couple movies that just fucking knocked it out of the park. You, like, concerned. your favorite movie is... Of uh, all time is... The Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. Django Unchained. The Django Unchained. The Django Unchained. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Django Unchained is, is phenomenal. Uh, and I enjoyed Hateful Eight as well. A lot. I like Hateful Eight. I don't. I, I've seen it pop up on my Netflix queue like five times, and I'm like, I, I don't I ever need to watch it again. I don't need to watch this. Again. But it, like we we watched it with that the whole um, 60 millimeter like experience. Oh, we thing. saw. Yeah, we saw. We saw it projected. With, we got the brochure. We had the the uh, matinee. Not the matinee. The uh, the break in intermission. the intermission. Yeah, yeah it was it cool. It was like a all part of the experience. But yeah, I enjoyed fun. the the movie a lot. But I, I don't think it's on the level of something like Django, which I think is a perfect film. Django was awesome. Fucking love that. Django was great. Inglorious Bastards was great. He did a lot of good. A lot of, he's made a lot of great I, films. I, I enjoyed Inglorious Bastards, but I don't think it was like on the level of even Hateful Eight. IMO. It was good. It was good. It's it's interesting to watch his style evolve, right? Yeah. And go from like a very weird sort of auteur level to a slightly less weird auteur level and more mainstream. Yeah. I but mean, then Kill, back to then Hateful Eight, Bill. where you're like, yeah. this is just weird as fuck. Hateful Eight's so good. I it's great. It's you great. Did? Yeah. <laughs> Paul watched it for the first time. What'd she think? We all really enjoyed it. Django's still her favorite movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, Django, it makes sense because Django is uh, a very accessible movie. It's, yeah. more, it's more straightforward. It's more well, of a movie. Django was his like first attempt at like a Western. And then Hateful Eight is like him being like... One could argue that Kill Bill Volume 2 was his first attempt at kind of a Western. Yeah. That's kind I of mean, what that, that was. Style. But this was very much straightforward, yes, a Western. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm a Tarantino fan. Yeah. So, so we'll see what happens. This is not going to be about that? It's, the backdrop is, like, the Manson murders are happening during this, mm. but it's not about the Manson murders. It's just about two other characters. I'm a little upset. I, I, like, I was excited at, at him taking... It would have been like, interesting to see yeah. a movie back, a Tarantino movie where Charlie Manson is the main character would have been fucking wild. But to be honest, I'm more excited about this because we can tell a story that's just all unique, and we'll see how the plot details work. Is he going to play with... The reality and the history of it, like he did with the Glorious Bastards, where he goes and kills Hitler. Well, I don't yeah. know. I, like I, I never thought it was going to be actually about. No, no, I don't think anyone did either. But I want. I, I don't necessarily want that to be a main. Like the plot of the movie is like a character figuring out what's going on with the Manson murders. I think that would be weird. I think this is going to be a lot more Tarantino-esque. This just makes me. Here's why I'm excited. A Tarantino movie uh, uh, set in L.A. Ooh, we're back to Pulp Fiction. Done. I'm into it. I'm into Thank it. Thank God the cleanse hasn't, like, Tarantino's not part of the cleanse. We'll Thank see. God. Not yet, you know. Every day. Not every yet. day there's something new. Uh, let's go to this last news story. Not much here. Just an RIP. Uh, Malcolm Young, co-founder of ACDC, died over the weekend. He was age 64. Um, I'm an ACDC fan. And they were still going. They were still touring. Uh, if I remember, it like their last tour was with Axl Rose as their lead singer, which is fucking cool. And so this is, <laughs> this is unfortunate. Um, the, you know... Uh, their singer, who was it? Uh, Eddie? Singer, no, Brian, uh, Brian Johnson uh, can't sing anymore anyway because he's like, they, his doctor is basically like, yo, if you do this one more time, you're going to go fucking deaf. Really? Yeah, you got to stop doing this, which is why Axl Rose stepped in to begin with. 
I don't know. I don't know if this means the end for ACDC or not. Um, I think Angus is still alive, so we'll see what happens. But is that the one dressed like a little boy? Hell yeah, schoolboy. Yeah. No, no, not little, but schoolboy. Difference. Schoolboy could be eighteen. Just barely. You're the one that brought it Just up. Just barely. Uh, that's but. it for uh, that's it for the stories. Let's quickly read tips, and then we'll go into what we watched this weekend, and then we'll get some lunch. How's that sound? You can't get lunch. Pokeball. Ooh, that sir might fuck with my stomach, but I'm willing to give. I'm willing you're to take that chance. You're strong. A lot of people are saying that. Cancer cookies giving us our first tip and said, "Okay, Tim, it's been a few years, so I think it's about time you come out and admit something." It was you who put that picture of you wearing a thong in Colin's bedroom, wasn't it? Question mark. Uh, Did you put a picture of you wearing a thong in Colin's bedroom? Yeah, didn't I? Isn't that? A, I'm pretty admitted? sure Tim copped that a long time ago. Wasn't it me? Well, I don't even remember at this I point. It's been so long. We I, what, we told the story on whatever show. I don't I don't remember though. It might have been Kevin. The important thing is we have to still find out who's putting carrots in uh, Joey's drink. Drinks. I'm pretty sure it's you. That's fucked up. Holy shit. It sounds like a you thing. Shut up. All right, let's just move on. Joey, it's Kevin. Joey knows. Big Ron is Batman <laughs> has given us Tim and said, after years of viewing, I finally subbed and tipped. I, I thank you, sir. I'm about to jump on the Patreon and give you some more of my money. I love Justice League, by the way. My man. My man. DJ my Kento, man. the venerable DJ Kento has given us two tips. DJ Part Kento. one is Tim is wrong about how these kids' videos work. It's not stunts and challenges. It's skits where kids are acting in pain. Acting in pain. They're being injected by needles, vomiting. Watch H3H3's video on this stuff. Uh, part two says, this isn't about parents being bad to their kids. It's about weirdos using the YouTube algorithm to make money on really creepy, dangerous videos. Hypnotically creepy shit. Hypnotic I creepy am shit. unaware of that stuff. As far as I know from this channel that we were looking at, like, this is more of the shit that I was saying, but that shit, that's fucked up. Either way. It's even worse. <laughs> either way you paint it, it sounds weird. Uh, it's also a little weird to be using your kids to make money in video form. Hey, man, child actors, you know? Let's have some kids, man. I'm telling you, that's why what what I've said from day one what this place needs is a bunch of kids that we can make work and don't have to pay them. I got a guy on it. Is, is, are you the guy? Are you the guy trying to make no. a kid? No. You trying to put that bun in the oven? Nope. Trying to put that cookie in the oven? No. Trying to put a macaron in the oven? <laughs> <laughs> macarons cooked in the oven? I don't know. Probably. Isn't everything cooked in the oven? But like, there's like a middle step, right? Like you make the, the top and bottom, and then you put the cream in the middle. I don't know. I or don't do you know. you put the whole thing as is in the oven? I think you put the top and the bottom in the oven, and then you put the cream after. Okay. I think Wait, right. you put the baby in the oven? Babies are made That in the seems like YouTube channel shit that's going to get you in trouble. Put the baby in the oven. Make millions of dollars. Get sued. Mm. Or get kicked off YouTube. They're not sued. They get kicked off YouTube. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. That's what Twitch is for. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, queue up all of your... If you have any more tips, we'll read them in the next show. Uh, but that's it for tips for right now. Uh, I wanted to briefly talk to Tim about what we watched over the weekend. Because it sounded like he watched some pretty cool shit. And I watched some pretty cool shit. And we want to just talk about that for about five minutes until we wrap up the show. Kick it off, Tim. What would you watch this weekend? Greg, uh, we need you for the watch part. I watched The, the Babysitter. On Netflix, okay, uh, which was like a, a parody horror film. This is McG's movie. It was McG's movie, which I didn't realize until the end. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little shocked it was a McG movie because it didn't feel up to par, which is saying something. Well, they probably <laughs> were like, "Mick, we want you to make a movie," and he goes, "Great, I'm back." Right? How much money do I have? Hundred million, two hundred million dollars? Do I get to work with Demi Moore again? Please say no. And then they were like, "No, you have one million dollars. Here you go." Yeah. And McG's like, fuck, this is where I'm at. Yeah, there's a lot of weird choices made where I'm like, I don't, I don't really understand why you did this. But I, what I did watch that I enjoyed a lot was uh, the Ric Flair 30 for 30. Oh, Woo! shit. Did you watch that? Where, oh, did yeah. you, where did you find that? Can we get him a mic? ESPN. Is that possible? Yeah. Can you get down there and see? 
Get down there, Kev. Get down, girl. Oh my god. No, no, no. That's that's harassment. That is harassment. Touching his head? Also, I think that's I think that's sexual assault. I'm not sure. I'm not a lawyer. But I'm a big man. I studied mostly bird law, but. Studied bird law. Is there such a thing as bird law? Yeah. God, I wish I studied that. What a cool thing to study. Bird law. Ha, huh. Nick Scarpino. There's man's bird law. Bird, bird law. attorney. And there's bird's law. It's like Ace Ventura, uh, law, pet too. detective. It is exactly there like that. Also, I'm quoting a movie called thermal, Milk. Thermal dynamics. But I'm, instead of saying God's law, I'm saying bird's law. Bird's law. Same difference, really. So you both have watched The Babysitter at this point, and you have very polar opposite reactions to this. Sure. My, my the only thing with The Babysitter is, like, we didn't turn it off. Like, we watched the entire thing. At any point, we could have stopped watching. That's high praise watching. for you, Gia. I mean, it was, because, yeah. like, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it is what it sounds like. It's like, oh, it's a d- dumb parody of a horror movie. But it's like, I just feel like it doesn't parody enough, and it doesn't horror enough. Mm-hmm. There was one legitimate scare where we both jumped the fuck out of our seats. Right. Um, but besides that, it was, it was weird. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of the, the actors in it. Um, I like when the guy takes his shirt off, and then the main character's like, why is his shirt off? But did you watch it? No, I just saw that part in the preview. Oh, okay. You're talking, of course, about Robbie Amell, personal friend of mine on Twitter. Robbie Amell's a badass. Yeah. Stephen Amell's brother, right? Yep. Uh, cousin. Cousin. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Amell in one of my favorite all-time comedies, The Duff. Duff. Yep. Funny as fuck. That's where our internet friendship began, because I watched that movie, and I hit up everybody in it on Twitter. I was like, you're all fucking great. This yeah. is a great movie. No one's Duff. talking about it for some reason. Uh, Buff Arm says, how much of them not training off because of all the, the hot young bodies? I'm going to be honest. A lot of good-looking people. Yeah. That's what you I, do I like working with good-looking people. So. so here's, I mean, my angle on it, I would guess. Because I, I, Jen and I watched it. We enjoyed it. We thought it was funny and scary. At t- not scary, but like shocking at times or yeah. whatever. And I like that it played with the horror movie tropes. I think part of, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe the reason we enjoyed it more was it was uh, October. We were in that, you're in that scary mm. mood fix, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we're, you want we it. were watching all the Friday 13ths. We popped this one in. For me, it was just, I thought it was fun. I really, this is a, uh, an interesting one. And I'm not. I'm rusting on it because you came out of the blue today with this one that you saw. This. Yeah. I really liked the young girl in the movie, the neighbor girl. Oh, She's yeah. like one of the best child actresses I've ever seen. Really? I thought she was so <laughs> like, and she she She's doesn't cool. she doesn't have a big part in the movie, but yeah. everything she said sounded so natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that it played with the tropes. It went in a direction I wasn't expecting it to do. I did like that. Like, it's clearly like a Home Alone horror movie, and they call that out in there. I liked that they were making the. Uh, for me, it was you know my struggle with horror movies always is. Mm-hmm. I hate seeing bad things happen to good people. And that's kind of the crux of every horror movie. Yeah, that's but the whole point, the virgin. I, I, we'll talk to this later. I have, I, let me tell you guys. As you know, I'm Greg Miller. As you know, I'm Greg Miller. <laughs> the As note. you know, I'm Greg Miller. Thank you, Kevin. I love video games and comic books, and I'll occasionally watch something. Sure. Watched a shit ton of content this weekend, so yeah. I had to write it all down. Okay, give it to me. Watched the movie A Dark Song, another horror movie. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, this one... Bad things are happening to this woman. I didn't care. Like they relieved me early on of like why I should give a shit about right. that. I'm like, oh great, great, okay, cool. So here it was like, oh, we're starting in. This kid's a good kid, but it was that thing where the kid was winning and making moves, and I was like, oh, he's got. He's. It's not like he's just. It's not torture porny or anything. It's like this parody movie, and he's getting it over. I thought it was great, and I loved Robbie Amell, and I loved when he was like act. He was like trying to kill him, but then he acts like a dad to him or whatever. I was like. Oh, Go stand up for yourself. Well, like in the middle of Robbie and Mel chasing him, trying to kill him, mm-hmm. the kid's bully shows up, and Robbie Mel's like stops, like trying to kill him. He's like, 
well, don't fucking take that. Go over there and get it. I'm like, do this and walk over and just do. And like, it was like a real dad moment from the guy trying to kill Yo, the kid in the awesome. moment. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a, this movie. It was a good break from reality. It was a goofy one. The babysitter. The babysitter on Netflix. Okay. Who did it? Oh, McG. McG. Yeah. McG. It popped up, and I'm like, ah, he almost directed a Superman film, baby. And Jen, Jen was like, really? And I was like, here you go. And I explained the trials and tribulations of being a Superman win that, fan. Win that one, unfortunately. Well, it wasn't even a win. It was just like that movie failed. Oh, I see. And they, I see. they came back and did it again. Uh, yeah, I like Babysitter, but. I enjoy stupid uh, horror and stuff. Well, what's on your list? What else is on your list? All right, so here, well, let's talk about a dark song because I mentioned this one. Okay, have you heard of this one? No, I have not. Indie horror right flick, now, all right? I believe from somewhere in the UK, probably. We got a bunch of accents over there. Uh, this woman hires this man mm. to come in and do basically like a dark satanic kind of ritual or whatever and bring back or at least let her bring back her child or at least let her talk to her child who's dead or whatever and turns I'm gonna spoil some of this okay. I think it's a real big spoiler I'm fine he was murdered by some fucking hooligans who kidnapped him for their own dark ritual or whatever so the idea though is like the ritual like when the guy signs on to do it it's, it's like alright cool get enough meat for six to nine months like, we're not going to be able to leave this house. And he puts down, like, the salt thing outside, gives her one last chance, and then seals it off. And then it's, like, this fucked up. It's a, it's Because it's a, for the viewer, even, it's, like, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. Or is this not really happening? Like, you know what I mean? Because he's, like, you can't leave. Like, at one point, she's, like, I'm going to fucking go. And he's, like, you can't leave. If you leave the circle right now, like, everything could be broken. We'd be caught in an endless loop of this. Like, you have to, we have to finish this. We started it. We have to do it and stuff. That sounds awesome. And it, But it's the same thing of, you know, Jen put it really well, right, of, like, when, when things start happening in this movie, whether they're in her head or, you know, I don't want to, you know, spoil anything for you. It was this thing of, Jen kept pointing out, man, like, she is like the most badass female protagonist I've seen in forever, let alone a horror movie protagonist, of like weird shit happens, and rather than like, Whoa! and run away, she's like fucking going towards the thing. Like, like Steve like, Zizou in, uh, in Life Aquatic, where he's, exactly, he's going exactly. to run out, but he runs right into the room and starts <laughs> fucking oozing people. Such it was good. I liked it a lot. It was, it was it, you know, it's same problem as anything. The ending, all right. But it was an uh, enjoyable right. movie. I think you should give it a shot to. Uh, also, I started this one. Here's one no one's talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm very surprising. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's rare that I'm the first to something on Netflix. Mm-hmm. A little show called Stranger Things Two. Oh, okay. Started What's that this about? bitch. Uh, it's these kids. Who I saw st- you tweeting about that and saying, yeah. "Hey, can we just make a Ghostbusters movie with the kids from?" Because everybody Things was right, right? As soon as that. Full disclosure: If you're a new person to the right. show. <laughs> Stranger Things one didn't move my dick at all. You know what I mean? Just wasn't. It wasn't I, supposed to I, be. I is that <laughs> not what I was supposed to do? <laughs> I just going back to this. Getting going back to the story about this child's channel that got shut down. Just didn't move my dick at all. I was at a, a constant six o'clock, never okay. at midnight or noon. Um, so I, just, I can't, but I couldn't put my finger on why I didn't. Connect with Stranger right, Things right. one. It's because they Stranger, weren't dressed like Ghostbusters. Stranger Things two. Everybody was like, "Hey, you look at the Ghostbuster screens, Greg. Episode two is all Ghostbusters. You need to watch it." We started number one, and even then, I was like, "Huh, I like where these characters are at." Number two, they're in their Ghostbuster uniforms. I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" And it's like a whole Ghostbuster story, pretty yeah. much. Two, three starts with them. The fat one still in his. Go- he's not even fat anymore. It starts with him in his Ghostbusters outfit, right? And he's doing like experiments. And that's when I tweeted, "I was like, we need to fucking have a reboot of Ghostbusters on Netflix. That's just young Ghostbusters, and it's these." Kids. That'd be amazing. I digress though. Watched all of them throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. Up and we have the season finale tonight, so we're very excited oh, for this. Oh man! Now. So you got through episode seven. Whoa. 
What the fuck was that? Someone went like this. Let's let our cousin direct this episode. <laughs> like it was like it, it was, was fucking... guess that cliffhanger in episode six, and I was like, fuck yes. And I hit the next one and it started. And I was like, oh, and Jen's like, what? I'm like, like this is gonna later. be an all eleven episode. Yeah. We're not gonna get Emma. And then we went 15 minutes in, she's like, Yeah, this is I'm like, do you mind if we skip to the next one? She's like, no, let's see. I don't want to see how it connects. I'm like, it's not gonna really connect. And like, sure enough, it ended. She's like, fuck, you were right. And then we were that we wanted one more. We went to bed, and it was like, let's, let's do one more, you one more. Clear, we got it. We got it. Yeah, I want to know what happens. It. Yeah, unfortunately, that episode I think was setting up largely season three. Uh, would be my guess mm-hmm, uh, with mm-hmm. all the things that are happening. But it did feel like a weird left on the cutting room floor episode of Heroes. Sure. Well, like, it wasn't even uh, that. If it would have gone earlier in the season, great. It was just like bah, because we bah, never bah, we, we and didn't go back to that. Like the, the whole season starts with yeah. that girl. Yeah, exactly. And we don't come back to her for seven episodes. So it was a little strange. Uh, whatever. It was a fine episode, I think, but it was just like in the binge and like we wanted it. It wasn't as good as the one that came prior. Uh, exactly, or, or the one after, right? And, the, and then from that point on, you're like, oh! But here's my thing about gah. why I like ST2, as all the cool kids are saying it, V ST1, right? Is that I, uh, in the, stick with me because I know this is a stretch. ST1 focused too much on the sci-fi aspect yes. of like we're in the lab. I'm Matthew Modine. I'm like, what? What's just? Tell I'm doing this weird accent. Give me some of these answers. Give me some of the answers. You know what I mean? Talk to Papa. I want some action. I want some answers. I didn't. I. I didn't. You know, we finally got the one girl to go through the tree, and then we saw some shit. It's like, all right, but like, it just took too long to get some action. This one, like many good superhero sequels, mm-hmm. I didn't need to hurry. We're about the fucking origin or anything. Yeah. We're just into crazy ass right. shit happening. And I'm like, Will. yeah, and it's all the kids. It's it's mm-hmm. mainly the kids. There is no Matthew Modine. Paul fucking Reiser got fucking resurrected. Paul Reiser somebody gets resurrected in a way where you're like, oh, is Paul Reiser just gonna be the fucking asshole yeah. again? Yeah, And you're not sure. Yeah, and it's cool. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I love that ride really of like what it was. Cool. And then it was, you know, I, are we spoiling things? Not the finale, right? Don't spoil the finale. Okay, go. I haven't seen it. Is what Let's I'm saying. Be- Don't spoil it for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when in a, I guess it would be episode eight, right? When, yeah, when Sean Astin goes down. Yeah. And, but like when he came up and, and Paul Rice was like, all right, I'm going to guide you out of here. I grabbed Jen. I'm like, fuck, he is bad. And Jen's like, what? I'm like, he's going to lead him to get thing. eaten so he can run past him. Right. He's an asshole. And he still wasn't an asshole. I'm like, Fuck yes, Paul Reiser. Thank God somebody was like, do you remember Mad About You? And they broke him out of cryogenics to come on (laughs) me on the show. (laughs) That's a good guy. Or my two dads. Um, Do you, what I, I like to think of Paul Reiser's character in that as the same character in Aliens, but he learned some stuff in Aliens. And he came back and changed it. Like, through a time loop. Yeah. Went back into the 80s. Actually, it probably was the same time period. But, you know, and he's a good guy. We'll see. Um, Loved it. So I'm, shout out to the kid that you know was supposed to die in the first season, the boyfriend, but was so fucking good that um, they brought him back because he's got the most amazing hair ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve. Then just, yeah, Steve. Love that Big character. Steve fan oh, here. They can't change things on the fly. All the episodes are in the can. That's a good point. You know, so he wasn't supposed to die Fuck in the first Fuck you episode. and your fucking I feel like he... I feel like on some level someone saw him and was like, let's give him a bigger I, I part. actually... You know what I mean? Like, now that I think about it... I'm like, they had to. Because that character was so... You know they have after, after it's all done, they do the like behind... Beyond the, the yeah. Stranger Things or whatever it is? I think they actually <laughs> say that exactly. That he was in fact going to die, but he was so lovable. They were like, fuck it. Like during filming. Yeah. The, like the people loved, loved him so much, they were like... Hold on a sec. Andy's calling with the, uh, with the update. Hey, Andy Cortez, you're on the Kind of Funny Morning Show. It's Nick Scarpino. How are you? Yeah, great. Uh, how are y'all doing? Uh, good, man. Can you? Uh, are you? Are you uh, into Max Payne? What's happening right now? Um. Yeah. So I got a few more updates in the Max Payne movie. Okay. Uh, Mila Kunis is in it. Oh, cool! I so didn't know that. Ludacris. So is Ludacris. Great movie. Great cast. Yeah, man. All star cast. As far as I'm concerned, uh, I'm like 20 minutes in there because I had to pause it because I went to go eat. That's um, okay. That's okay. We're just we're here for you, yeah, man. I'll, okay. Cool. Uh, how's Tim doing? 
Uh, Tim's great. I'm uh, good. If you want, you can call them back in about 30 minutes and interrupt their show and let us know what's going on in okay. Max Payne. That'd be great, right? How's Greg doing? I'm good. No, I know. We're talking about things I watch. I watch a lot of content over the weekend. I'm just saying let them get into their show and then interrupt them. Oh, okay, you want yeah. to be in the middle of it. I'm saying, right, then don't do it yeah, in the beginning. Let them get into a vibe where they're talking about cool shit yeah, and then call. Wait, 10 minutes. Like eight All right, thanks, Andy. Appreciate it. Okay, no problem, guys. Bye. Um, so, Stranger ST2, sorry, for ST2. all the cool. Big uh, thumbs up. Everybody give it a shot. Definitely Even if you didn't like it, Joey, and I know you didn't like ST1, try ST2. I didn't like ST1 either. Didn't grab me, as we've all said. You know what I mean? Season two is better than season one. Next me. thing I watched, yes. if you remember, uh, DC Interactive, <laughs> or no, DC Entertainment sent us the box of all mm. every movie ever for the animated I films. I got to borrow that from you, there's a couple I haven't seen. I, I'm trying to knock out the ones I had never seen a New Frontier. Or New Frontier. What did you think of that? It's great. I thought it was good, right? Yeah, it's real yeah. good. Real fun. I enjoyed that one a lot. Kind of weird that like the ending, like they're just fighting this thing, and it's just like, oh, that's the thing. Yeah. Like there was no real, but it was cool to see everybody. Yeah. You know, I like seeing people out there. I like the thing. Flash conundrum where he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough. You're like, spoilers, you're fucking good enough. The fastest he just guy runs on the and pushes just stuff, run, you know what I mean? Run. Here's the next thing is, I, again, Stupid I was all block. over the Netflix, as I've said. Finally, it, I, it dropped, so I had to watch it. Jim and Andy. I watched that as well. Big Andy Kaufman fan. Yeah, okay. Let's I loved Let's Man on the this. Moon. Of course I went and Did watched you? this flick. Yeah. See, I remember watching Man on the Moon and thinking this is not as good as I want it to be. Mm. And then you go back and watch this flick. Is everyone familiar with what this is? This is during the filming of uh, the Andy Kaufman movie that Jim Carrey did. He had a documentary crew following him. And they, they documented pretty much the entire filming of it, right? And he was a fucking asshole to everyone on set. He came... He quote unquote was Andy, like he channeled Andy Kaufman, but Andy, it wasn't just Andy, it was the other characters that Andy did, including uh, Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton, who was this fucking asshole. And so he just terrorized everyone on the movie set, including Milos Foreman, who was like, I don't know how to deal with this because my lead actor is like method, very so method that he's lost in this character. And I don't think Jim Carrey ever came back from that. That's a great point. Is it? The, so they actually the documentary supposedly. Thing? Like we should do like when we do events, we should have a documentary cast here. You know, documentary Recording cast here. Yeah, the yeah, a whole sure. cast that of people. That would be a great idea. A whole cast of people who are doing things. Uh, my thing about it was I just and I I don't know I'm not an. Actor. I got to go back and watch Man on the Moon again. I haven't seen that. As I well. loved it. Back, I mean, I was a big Andy Kaufman fan. Period before okay. the Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, oh my god, this is awesome to go watch the movie and see like <laughs> what Andy, or what Jim did. But my thing is, and I don't mean to be this guy. I just don't really get method acting. So my thing was like, the entire time watching this movie, I'm just like, would he have been a complete asshole and done this if there wasn't a documentary crew following? No. Is, is it like, you know, they clearly this enhanced and made him be of course. a fucking asshole and go as Tony Clifton to like Steven Spielberg's offices and yell and shit and, right. be hard and drink on set. And it's like, are you really getting drunk? What are you really doing? But my other question is this. Like, he was like, I, this is what Andy would have done. And I'm like, did you know Andy Kaufman? Yeah. Because I don't think you knew Andy Kaufman. Right. And just talking when he was talking to uh, what's his name, Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. Jerry's like that was Andy what was, was upsetting. Not like this. He that, was like we were friends. He was the, he knew this was a gag, and, and we talked beforehand. And that was my that was what is upsetting to me. Obviously, Jerry the King Lawler fanboy. And like I loved how much it was you know that you know Andy and him pulled this whole ruse on America, if not the world, right? right. That they were really enemies when in fact obviously professional wrestling is fake. They need to talk to it ahead of time. And so yeah, I, rem I remember when they were filming this and this happened. That him and, that, you know, oh, like all these things. Yeah. But even that, stick with me, even that, watching the documentary of like, oh, I remember hearing that, yeah, Jim Carrey spit on him and he attacked him and all this stuff. Even watching the documentary footage, you're like, the king's not even, the king's grabbing him. And yeah. it's like, the king so, fucked him up. So, so, so it's like, 
Jim Carrey is method acting and torturing normal people, but then the people he was in with, cahoots with before, like Jerry the King Lawler, are in cahoots. Like, did you feel, I had that feeling too, where they, they talked a little bit and, and it's was like, like, just let's play this up. Right. Now, I, I totally get it, and I think I hate to say this. I think all of that probably would have been worth it had the movie been amazing, mm -hmm. but the movie was not amazing in my opinion. And sure. so it's it one of those solid. things where you took the, he does all this stuff. He is this character for so long. He does the thing where he fucks with people like Andy would have yeah. quote unquote fucked with people living out there, just doing things for just at the whim. But was it all for naught? Because I think the movie came out and just went eh. Like I don't think it was a. I don't. It didn't endear me to Andy Kaufman any more than sure. watching his work, his original work. Sure. And so I just feel like. I wonder, I'm like, would that, would the movie have been exactly the same had Jim Carrey just walked on set every day, been his normal self, and then yeah. just gotten into character like a fucking normal actor and yeah. just gone out there? It's clear that, yeah, the documentary, I think, definitely ratcheted him up to the point. Like, and, like, and it's, I get it, like, when he's talking to Danny DeVita or when the documentary's talking to him. By the way, I thought the documentary was, a, like, more, and they say this in the documentary, I thought it was more compelling than watching the actual movie which I thought was interesting, and he was like, I wish this could have been part of the movie, yeah. which I think was his original plan to begin with, sure. was, hey, we're gonna film this, but then they and were we're gonna, gonna try to cut this asshole. in or whatever, yeah, and then the Universal was like, no, you can't fucking you look do like that, an this asshole. is our movie, yeah. You will look like an asshole, yeah. which he did, by yeah. the way, spoilers, looks like a fucking asshole. But it was then it was interesting, like you said, you don't think he ever came back from it, right? It was. Did it, you see him at the end? No, that was the thing where it's like, I, I, you know how he's an artist now? Have you? Did you watch the Vice documentary no. about him? There's a isn't a Vice? Vice is like a sure. 10, 15 minute thing of how Jim Carrey out, like is super into art now, and he's doing all his paintings, and it's actually really interesting and really sure. heady look, and he talks about it too. But yeah, like at the end when he's talking about it, man, I'm just like, maybe we're nothing, man. Maybe we'll maybe your he's kid's like, gonna come out, and you you have to pick his name for him. What does that mean? Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, 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 yeah. Own name? Like kids can't pick their own name, Jim Carrey. But I, fucking small. I was very much like, like man, Jim Carrey. I really want to fucking have you on GOG. What's oh, up, Oh, that would be amazing. I watched all of season one of Modern Family, and man, I forgot how... How are you watching it? No, 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 no way? We need to talk later. Because <laughs> um, I made it through episode 19 of season one, and then uh, then I couldn't watch the rest of them. The dude, last five. Dude, don't do a legal thing. I fucking really enjoy that it's show. Holy shit. Great. It is it's so shockingly well good. Tim likes uh, the show a lot. I gotta give the show a shot. And people, a lot of people have been saying Black Ooh. Mirror I gotta go back to, which I appreciate and probably will at some point. Uh, I watched, aside from watching Jim and Andy, oh, you got more? Do I, think, I think I saw your thing. I think we're about to run into each other. We are probably about to run into pew, each pew. other. Pew, pew. So I didn't realize. It's also noon. <laughs> it is yeah. noon. Yeah, but these two are on the next show, so as yeah. long as they're I'm having just, fun, I'm just I get to fun? have fun. I want to train the chat, you not The chat was saying we were ignoring you because we're talking annoying? about shows you no, haven't seen. I, I haven't seen any of this shit. I watched The Punisher. Hell yeah! Now, I didn't my realize, man! Woo! I, I remember okay. seeing the promos of The man. Punisher, but I didn't realize it was out until my wife's like, oh, The Punisher's on Netflix. And I was like, oh, I should probably definitely watch that. Now, I went into Punisher like very much not wanting to watch Punisher. I was oh. like, oh God, it's gonna be another like, here we go again with a Marvel series that's probably got three or four episodes in there that I don't really fucking need. And it's gonna have all these tie-ins to characters that I don't really care about that much. Yada, yada, yada. Started off, really weird beginning. The first episode you didn't like? Liked the first episode. Didn't like the first 10 minutes where it's just jumping time and space oh. and we're killing people in Alabama. God, I loved it. I was like, that's I loved weird. it when it was like, it was like Tijuana, Mexico or whatever and the guy's like celebrating blah blah and then it goes <gasps> and he, well, he gets shot and it goes <gasps> and it's yeah. him in Texas and it's like that's how far the sniper he was shooting from. So I was I, like, <laughs> I was just yes. kind of confused as what was going on there. I was like, did I not watch season one of this? Like, is this a wrap up to something <laughs> that I didn't realize was going on? Yeah, yeah. No, this is season one of Punisher. Uh, get to the first episode Get to the second episode, and I'm like, uh-oh, I am liking this. 
This is not. Uh-oh. This is not a superhero. Well, because it's not a superhero show. Yeah. That's what I like about it. It has nothing to do really except for some of the other characters working with any of the Daredevil stuff. It doesn't have to do with any supernatural beings. It is just him going after some asshole that he didn't know about that fucked his, like, killed his family. That's all it is. And it's, I'm like, this is actually really well done. Yeah. Heartfelt moments, great acting, a lot of stuff that... Did you finish it? Not yet. Oh. See, that because was Because it is a standard Netflix show where there's three episodes that don't fucking need to be in there, and whatever. That was the thing for me, the downer, but that's not a bad thing, is we watched episode one, liked it a lot, and then the next stage, I was like, all right, you can pick, and she hovered over that, and then she went to Stranger, Thing, Stranger Things. I was like, ah... All right, so you can pick. And then I got into Stranger Things. Right. So I'm hoping to knock that out and get back to Punisher. Because I, I, episode one, I was like, oh, this is a Wait, lot of fun. Wait, did you only watch the first episode? Yeah. Okay. And like, that's the thing of like, I, for, I forget all the time how much I like John Bernthal. I don't know if that's a popular thing to say or not, Shane. Is it yeah, yeah, I like John Bernthal. Said, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I thought like he is awesome. I thought he was awesome in episode one. Like, I it's not, it's not an unpopular thing to say. He's just getting a lot of shit right now for all the shit he talks about Kevin Spacey. But people are awesome. What did he say about Kevin Spacey? He just said he was terrible to work with on uh, Baby Driver. Why would he get shit? Doesn't everybody hate Kevin Spacey now? Yeah, but people are like, dude, fucking, now you're coming out and talking. Like, oh, it's a whole oh. thing. Okay, like, okay, why yeah. did you just say that when fucking. Like, well, why like, would he fucking. There's nothing against it. It's a weird thing. He's caught in that little, that all that shit. No, I like it. And I like it because it's more about. The character dynamics and this weird cat and mouse game that he's because they you know I don't know, spoilers they introduced the his sidekick character Micro okay. the guy who like is super smart and helps him from not getting fucking killed in all these bad situations but even the way they introduce that is very weird because neither of them trust each other and so like mm. there's a few episodes of cat and mouse with them that I'm like this is fucking cool this is just a cool really well told story and I got to episode seven I was like I'm so excited like I'm gonna finish this this is gonna be cool and then I was like wait a minute this is not wrapping up. 13 episodes. Ugh. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Come on! There's always one or two episodes in there that I just don't need. And there's a side story character that I'm like, I like this character, but I want this to wrap up very quickly. Um, now, hold on yeah. a second. Hermit Homeboy says John Berthal, Kurt Angle's nephew. Shut up. Can I get a confirmation on Kurt Angle and John Berthal's <laughs> relationship? Cool, Let's type those two names in and see what John comes up. Berthal? Berthal. So Shane was saying that the, the Infinity War trailer came out, and it in fact has not. So I don't like you for lying to me. Don't fucking do that to us, all right? If that, if that video is out. While he's looking that up, I watched one other thing last night that I actually really, really liked. It's a, movie, it's a documentary called Jerry Seinfeld Comedian. This is an old documentary from about 2002. This is not Jerry Before Seinfeld, which is the newest one came out. This is actually what I wanted Jerry Before Seinfeld to be. Um, this is just a movie following. Oh, Comedian. This is old, yeah. Yeah, it's very old. I've this seen is it. just following Jerry Seinfeld in 2002 as he's trying to get back up into stand up, and it is fucking awesome to watch. It's hilarious because he's going to all these clubs again and he's dying, like he's bombing on stage, and then he gets back into his fucking Learjet and flies back to LA to hang out with his family, and he's like, why am I doing he this? He forgets jokes on there too, right? Yeah, he's like, like right? Yeah, this is the moment that's totally real and true where he's like, the fuck was I talking about? And someone in the front row was like, is this your first time? And he's like, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I, I really like that. That's Confirmation that Kurt Angle is in fact the uncle of John Bernthal. Someone in the comments says, it's true. It's damn true. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good reference. It's a good reference. Uh, well, cool, guys. Anything else on this? Well, 30 for 30, Ric oh, Flair. 30 for 30. Awesome. Where, where did you say again? I watched it on ESPN because oh, I have YouTube TV. And, like, if you get the ESPN app, you can... Uh, say what TV service provider you have, yeah. and then it just lets you watch it on the hand. You can borrow my login. Okay. Oh, I don't well, know. We have, do you have cable? Do you have any? Yeah, yeah, I have cable, but do you have to subscribe yeah. to ESPN? No. no. Oh, that's that's super no, no, no. basic. Yeah, yeah, okay, you, then you I'll go watch it. it. That's cool. Yeah, it should be cool. And it, it was, was so well it was, done. Yeah, it was interesting, and uh, I, I've never seen a 30 for 30 before. There was a lot of really what? weird parts in it. Have you not seen the XFL 30 for 30? No, I You gotta watch that. Really? Yeah. It's so weird. It's how Donald Trump killed the fucking XFL. There was a lot of animated... 
segments to like kind of show stuff they didn't have B-roll for, and not all of them worked. Like there was a lot that I was like, oh, this is like really. How do they not have B-roll? Like, do well, they just not stories, get... oh, stories of things that like, like they're like training hit... in high school. Yeah, and and yeah, him being the uh, dick. But really. man, it, I feel like it was really slow in the beginning. Like I was like, oh man, like get to the juice because I don't really care about this. But I'm happy it took so long because by the end of it, I was like, this story is riveting. And like, damn, they they do not pull punches at all. Like it gets pretty dark. And I was impressed by it. They, they That's did a good interesting. Job. I want to watch that. I definitely want to watch that. And yeah. all, all the people they interviewed were really cool. We'll never be okay hearing The Undertaker just talk. Yeah! It's right? weird. It's weird. I, I don't know if I've ever heard The Undertaker just be Mark, right? That's his name or whatever. And yeah, he's totally he just like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, whoa! I at least thought you were down here baritone, but you've been putting on that, uh, that fucking baritone for like 40 years? Yeah, man. Jesus. So that, that was weird. And the thing that really got me was uh, they early on introduced his first wife. And her lower third just says, first wife. Yeah. You're like, oh, we know, oh, where, we this, we know where this is going. Uh, and as the story goes on, they start talking about him like, and how he let the fame just corrupt him. And they're like, oh, how many women have you slept with? And he's like, honestly, 10,000. Jesus Christ. And, like, he starts and, he, and then he laughs and, and he's it, like, that, that's bad. It like, just cuts straight to his first wife just sitting there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is really sad. But yeah, you should check it out. It's cool. Before I run away to get ready for my show, coming up next, Zero Blade says, where can I watch these 30 for 30s? New 30 for 30s you could get on your ESPN app, watch ESPN. However, older ones are on Netflix. You could pop in and do that. Cool, Greg, can you kill my mic? Greg, thank you very much for joining us today. <laughs> we'll see you on your show in about 10 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you right here, right now for VSL Love's Best Friend XO. XO. Uh, this is your opportunity to shout out someone in the community you think is doing great. Uh, you go to confident.com slash best friend, fill out that form, and nominate someone. And Joey picks someone every day for me to read. I never know who it is. It's exciting. It's exciting. It is. Uh, Blanket Fort 83 is shouting out Suburban Suburbanite Slob and others. This is a two-part shout-out. Well, I don't know how I feel about two-part oh, shout-outs, Oh, man. Sir. I don't know how I feel about this. Well, I will reserve judgment for the end of this two-paragraph thing. Uh, first, I'd like to shout-out Suburbanite Slob. I was watching their community stream prior to the Kind of Funny Extra Life stream, and they were playing a game called Runabout. Uh, comment, commenting how awesome I thought the game looked. It was a pleasant surprise to find a code for the game in my inbox the next day. It's oh. awesome to see a community member not only commit their time to the cause, but also... Uh, be so giving to someone else in the community. I would also like to shout... That's great, first off. Hell yeah. I would also like to shout out uh, to everybody that watched and donated during my community stream. I have a seven-year-old daughter with me. She loved entertaining the chat with her dancing, singing, and telling them about all the Lego dimensions. Well, it, sounds like Greg. Awesome. it sounds a lot like Greg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while I played Assassin's Creed. Wow, it's really like... This is so shocking. It's like our office. We may have started a new family tradition. She can't wait to do it again next year. That's, That's awesome. fantastic. It's awesome. Uh, Tim, it's giveaway time. It is giveaway time. Uh, of course, each and every day we reach into our grab bag of fun goodies. They're just mostly games codes. And we give them away to one lucky winner in the audience. We can win four ways. Tim, four ways. what are those four ways? Those ways, Nick, are one, one. be in the Twitch chat like all of you are right Ooh, now. If you're watching you on Twitch. You fucking did it, Live. everyone. You did Two. it. Be a Twitch subscriber, you can do that via Twitch. Or if you have Amazon Prime, you can use the Amazon Prime account to use your one free Twitch Prime subscription every month. You have a re-up it every month. We appreciate it very much. Three and four, patreon.com slash kindoffunny, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Either of those at the $2 or above level will get you entered. Four ways to win. They stack on top of each other. There's random number generators. And today's winner is... Today's winner comes from the Twitch chat. John Maven has won Evil Within on the PC. Evil Within 2. Congratulations. I imagine. 
Uh, it just says Evil Within, hmm. but it might be two. I imagine Tell it's you two. what, you're going to get the code. You're going to enter it into your PC. And you'll find via out. Steam or whatever the hell delivers games on PC. If you have a PC, if not, give it to someone else. Let them ask. Tell us what, what that is for. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. That does sound While great. they're doing that, you in the chat can queue up your questions, comments, and concerns, because we're going to go into the old three and three right now. The I know this episode is long, but you know what? Three. I only get one, because I'm gone tomorrow. I leave tomorrow, so I'm just going gonna, gonna to fucking ride this lightning until it crashes into the shore. Uh, Nick, can you do me a favor? Can you read the tips if there's any more? Oh, is there, let's let's read a few more tips. Someone was saying that. There is uh, one more tip. One. Justice Lee was okay, says Michael496. <laughs> but I think more credit needs to be given to the Incredible Hulk movie. There's a bandwagon of dislike with that movie, but it's better than Justice League. Uh, Michael 496, I don't think anyone is uh, <laughs> saying that the Incredible Hulk movie is better or worse it. than Justice League because no one's fucking talking about that movie because <laughs> it just kind of came and went. They have not been able to make a great Hulk movie. But also, I mean, the Ed Norton movie was was okay. It was okay. I mean, the Ang Lee movie was, was, was what it was too. Sometimes I go back and watch that and be like, why is it so long? Why uh, is it so long? Eric Bana. All right, so we got the, the, the chat here. Uh, Falcon Box was saying in reference to Ric Flair that 10,000, that's like a, a small country of women. That is like a small country of women. It's like a city. It's like having sex with half of San Francisco. Good Lord. That's wild. Think about that. Think about that. Uh, Mr. Yasmin 300 says, Nick, will you give us Thanksgiving bongos from you and Kevin? No, because we only have two bongos left. We got and man, we used that first bongo fucking phenomenally. You guys great. missed Friday's show, Mia Khalifa bongo Kevin. You can go back and watch it. And it's some weird, strange dream of mine that came true. I didn't even know I had that dream until yeah. I saw it, and I'm like, this is, this I'm is living. doing things for me. Man, I'm living. I'm just like Keanu Reeves and Point Break. The Midlife Gamer says, what's the kind of funny holiday schedule for the week? For this week, we will be doing regularly scheduled programming for today and tomorrow. Uh, the morning show and Games Daily will not happen Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, but Gamescast and GOG will go out as normal. Shit, Peter Petroff brought something up that I meant to put on the docket today but forgot to. He says, Nick, thoughts on the Incredibles 2 trailer? Oh. Hey, man, Incredibles 2 trailer. It's teaser. Very easy. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Cool. I'm in. Sign me up. I like that it shoots the logo and it breaks into two. Yeah, and I'm the like, logo's hot. Come on, Pixar. Pixar's you give it to me. It with the, with you the logo are games. Cut, 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 killing it. When the fuck's Coco coming out? It's already out. Who the I fuck think knows? Coco's already out, actually. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. I think it came out. Is it not? I don't know. Cool, great. Can you Google Coco movie yeah. and then Google hot Coco delivery? Friendzone Hughes says, hey, Tim and Nick, what's your hype level for Star Wars Last Jedi? I've been let down by so many movies this year. I'm hoping this one blows everything out of the water. My hype level is. Just through the roof. I could not be more hyped. Randomly kicked on Star Wars Clone Wars. Interesting. Because I remember I was like, I was watching this and kind of enjoyed it. And I watched like episode 11 of season one and I got halfway through. I was like, nope. Mm -hmm. I'm good. And even now you're like, no? No. Yeah. No. Huh. You should no. try Rebels. Okay. Maybe I'll try Rebels. I've heard, I've heard really good things about Rebels. Okay. Uh, Coco is out already. Yeah. Coco's out. Great. Uh, Ignacio Rojas says, Nick, just... Commit to watching High School Musical. Make it required viewing if you need to. I almost watched that over the weekend, but my wife gave me one of those looks. She was like, you can't do this to yourself. The Indie Boy says, when are you recording live eps of Goggy Gamescast this week? Gamescast will be live tomorrow at, I think, 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, there will not be a Gog because we have one of the pre-recorded ones. I don't remember which one goes out. I think it's Bruce Green. Probably Bruce Green. RipDMs21 says, Nick and Tim, how do you feel about rumors that Jake Gyllenhaal will replace Ben Affleck in the, Bat the upcoming Batman movie? Cool. No. Sure. I mean, I don't think he's right for that either. Here's who I think should play Batman. 
I was watching Beauty and the Beast, the live-action version over the weekend, mm-hmm. and it gets to the Gaston part, and Luke Evans comes on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, if that guy wouldn't be an awesome Batman. Yeah. He would be a I fucking awesome it. Batman. You he watched would. Beauty and the Beast? I watched the first 20 minutes of Beauty and the Beast at my wife's behest. Uh-huh. I had seen it before. And oh, you have like, seen it before. Oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, I'll go. I'll watch it again. And my wife watched 20 minutes of it and was like, nope. And turn it off, and I was like, why not? She goes, because it's not as good as the animated movie, and every time anyone starts singing, I want it to be the animated movie, and it's not. And I'm like, that is a good She's point. Not wrong. Visually, it's awesome, know. but singing wise, this is not as good. I think there's pros and cons on both sides. Our, our, the biggest mistake we did is we watched uh, Beauty and Beast. And the oh, don't do that to yourself. Right before, right why before, would you do like that? The day before. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh man, I did not realize how much I love this movie. Mm. And then I went to watch, and I was like, this isn't that movie. No. Mm. It's got it's got what's her name? It's got uh, yeah, Jessica she, Lansbury, right? Wasn't she the Mrs. Mrs. Pot? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Tea Kettle Pot? Is her name Jessica? Jessica Lan Jessica it's something. something. No, it's Lansbury's right. right. Jennifer is no. right. Jennifer Lansbury, right? What's up? It's not Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. <laughs> Just type in Lansbury. Are we doing this thing? <laughs> Hold on, stand Lans- by. Angela, Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. I don't know what that is. Be uh, it's Pokeball. Yeah. Be our guest. Oh, no. Be our guest. Sure? Uh, we're in sub only mode. We'll take a couple more questions and then we will just. I'm done, man. I'm done for the week. Emma Watson does everything for everyone. Damn you, at Striven. Emma Watson is a standout character in that movie, largely because she's the lead. Warped Thirteen says, uh, "I wonder if Tim thinks the C- CGI was good in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I thought it was very off-putting." <laughs> DJ oh. Kent says, "Jessica was your character in Murder She Wrote." You're right. He was That's Jessica Fletcher. Hilarious. You're right. Uh, I thought it was just overly complicated. It was terrible. For, Which one? For what was the question? Beating the Beast CGI. It was awful. Like, they did the for thing. The Beast, that, the beast for, looked like For shit. everybody. The like, one scene the, where he's, like, jumping from a uh, castle. Pillar? Yeah, whatever. Tower. Pointy thing? Tower. To castle pointy thing? Right. Looked awful. I was like, I can't believe Disney allowed this to happen it's, when they owned Island. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's almost like, hey, why don't you just go back and redraw? The original with those voices and just make it HD. Well, it's weird because Jung- Jungle Book looks so fantastic. The CGI. In Jungle the, Book, the I think, Book. is a good. Well, Jungle Book is an animated fucking movie with just a live action character. You know. Yeah, but still, like, that, I mean, why did Beast look so stupid? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's exactly what Jungle Book is. Yeah, I don't know. I like Jungle Book. Uh, Forgotten Hell says Tim, when you play Sonic Forces, I, had... I played Sonic Forces. I didn't beat it. I had to stop. It's. It's not good. I feel in a different time, I would have played through it and just pushed my body to its limits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year we got Sonic Mania, so I didn't need to play a shitty Sonic game. Played uh, another hour of Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I heard that you, you don't like it, which is... Uh, I don't... Uh, let me stop. At the behest of people who eat the fucking flip-flop you didn't like it. I appreciate the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good game. It just hasn't hooked me. It's maybe not for me. It's not how, speaking how to me. How far are you? Uh, I'm to the third land hmm. now. I just got done with the jungle land, and now I'm I mean, going I to can totally one. see you not liking the game. Like, it, that makes so much sense. To it, me. it 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 when contrasted with Zelda, I'm just like there's just not as much in here for me. Like, it's a very very good platformer, and I'm it's a great game. It's mm-hmm. just not yeah. I'm just not hooked on it. It's Interesting. Not for me. Yeah. I keep playing it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's delightful. And then I think, I don't want to be doing this anymore. Hmm. It's very strange. That is strange. It's very strange. There are some fucking amazing moments in it, though. Yeah. But, I don't know. Let's uh, do one more. I'll do one more, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Stand by your opinion, says to the extreme. I appreciate that. Uh, 
Please make Carl Urban Batman. If Dread 2 or TV series aren't happening, Dread was freaking amazing. Carl Urban would be a fucking awesome Batman. He'd be Batman. so good. Awesome Batman. Anyone but Ben Affleck would be great. Just fucking cast someone who wants to do the role. Here's my problem with Jake Gyllenhaal. Is he going to want to be Batman forever? Jake Gyllenhaal is like an Academy Award nominated actor. He's 92 he years old. He does cool shit like get jacked for fucking boxing movies and then get really skinny for Nightcrawler. And like he's one of those method guys. Like yeah. fucking, what's his name? Other Batman. Yeah. Uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale was like fat as fuck to play Dick Cheney, which is just weird as shit to me. Um, <laughs> it's very weird that he's playing Dick Cheney. I was like, I don't understand that. Is he Dick Cheney from the 19 fucking 60s? Like why is he so young? Um, but... I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal is on that level. You need to find someone like a Luke Evans who never really broke out and is his career is like, ah, uh, I'll take this, right? Similar to, and I hate to say this, but like Daniel Craig, when Daniel Craig took Bond, where it was like, what was he really doing? He had layer cake, he had a couple movies, he took Bond, and that was his career. And it yeah. became very definite, like, hey, you're Bond. You're Bond. You're not gonna, he tried to do the girl with the uh, jacket tattoo. Shout out to Fede Alvarez, by the way, the guy that did Don't Breathe, mm -hmm. who is now redoing that series or picking it up from the second movie and going, did you really? hear about this? No. Yeah. He's directing the next The Girl in the Spider's Web or whatever the hell it is. Interesting. I and, uh, him not doing that though. I want him to make his own movies. I like him. I want to see the next fucking two movies in this series and I know, spoilers, that they already made the, all the trilogy and I could just go watch the original version of it but I don't like foreign films. I'm not trying to read, bro. <laughs> it's a it. movie. I get I it. I watch movies so I don't have to read. Uh, Tim, that's it. Cool. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you so Wrap much for joining up. me. You will be back tomorrow. I will not. I will be traveling for my turkey day. Uh, I do not get a chance to say this often, but I love everyone out there. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Thank you for all of your uh, continued enduring support of us, even though we're crazy and we have lots of shenanigans. Uh, I hope you spend a lovely time with your family this week and come back to us on the following Monday where we'll just pick it right back up like nothing ever happened, except I'll probably be three pounds heavier. Tim, I love you. I love you. I will see you in 10 minutes when you uh, when you come back to your show. Uh, everyone stick around. I'll read subs in a few seconds. Love you. Bye. Bye.